Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are just a couple steps closer to Roland Garros 2023. Bryce, I know that there is just a lot of stories out there going into this particular major, but we just finished up the Italian. And man, talk about some interesting results. What were your thoughts? (laughs) Well, uh, and we'll talk about the details, but of course, you know, I was very, very excited on the men's side. Um, And then on the women's side, I was just confused. So <laughs> we we need to go ahead and dig through these and, and figure out what's going on. <laughs> right? Because I, man, I'm like you. I, I Honestly, even on the men's side, I was very much confused. I think, I, 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 yeah, I'm confused. Um, yeah. So which side would you like to start with, my friend? Would you like to start with the ladies or the men? Let's start with the ladies. All right, let's get into it. So, you know, I think we typically go from like maybe the quarters, quarters on, right? So, right. you know, looking at the quarterfinalists, I mean, honestly, that's where all the confusion began. I'm Well, no, it began well before that, but still, right. there are a lot of names in these quarterfinals that I particularly just didn't expect, in particular at the bottom half of the draw. Now, the top half seemed to go pretty much to form. So we had... Right. Iga versus Rabakina. So those were the two seeds. We would expect to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, Bryce, we had Badosa and Ostapenko. Talk to me about those two and their road. Well, and I'm going to start there at the bottom with Ostapenko because, you know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that, oh, crazy Ostapenko <laughs> has won a French Open. <laughs> yes, she has, Bryce. Yes, I mean, she has. She's the French Open champion, so we shouldn't be surprised that she can do some stuff on the dirt. Um, I I really thought she was going to lose to Krachikova. I agree. You know, agree. battle of two French Open champions, and I'm thinking, you know, Krachikova is going to be a little more steady, but we mm-hmm. also know that Ostapenko is a little more crazy and a little more offensive. <laughs> yes. And so when you have that, anything can happen, and including Krachikova getting fed a bagel on clay. <laughs> right? Who would have called that? I mean, seriously. Right. Who would have thought that Ostapenko could bagel a Krychikova? I just, I, I was shocked. I have to tell you. And and then she wasn't done. She told Kasakina, <laughs> I got some for you too. I got right. I got some for you too, sis. I got bagels <laughs> on the ready. <laughs> on the ready. On the ready, Bryce. Yes, sir. Man. So, and so that's asked how Ostapenko, you know, got to the quarters. Now, Badosa. I was a little surprised, a little bit, that she took out Jabur. I yeah. still don't think Jabur is 100% back yet. I agree completely. Um, so she did take advantage of that. I, I thought, you know, that was good. And 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 honestly, she had a good section of the draw. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she had decent players in there, but players that she should have beaten, and she did. So That's right. That's um, right. Completely agree with you, Bryce. I mean, yeah, I I thought the Muhova match was good because, of course, I, I'm a fan of Muhova, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed that matchup. But yeah, Bedosa was again a little bit too strong for her. Um, but but yeah, really nice to see her make it to yet another quarterfinal. Um, 
so yeah, so we've got that on the top half, and and you know, I mean, again, we'll we'll talk about Iga and Rubakina. They they did what they needed to do, but man, as we scroll down to this bottom, I I just <laughs> need I need your help understanding because while I love my girl Cooter, right? Would I, would I have called her a quarterfinalist? No. Mm-mm. But again, like you said, I feel like she got into a good part of the draw. She did. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us about that, Bryce. Well, yeah, the 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 big miss here was Coco Golf. Correct. Um, you know, uh French Open finalist last year. You expect for her to go deep. And you know, she takes a three set L, you know, uh with two whole biscuits going out the back door. Right. Um, you know, to Buskova. And <sighs> You know, that's a match that you expect for her to win. I personally didn't see that match, but in my mind, I'm assuming the golf forehand let her down again. Right, right. And and, and she had such a good, you know, starting point to be able to beat a Putin Seva, love and, you know, um, love, uh, beat her, give her a bagel and give her a breadstick. I mean, that to me, I was like, all right, Coco, all right, she got some confidence here. And she started out well, but then Buskova just she just started just kind of getting her way back in there, picking on that forehand. And again, that's that's kind of pretty much what happened is is it the forehand didn't come through as it needed to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then two whole biscuits later, she was uh in the in the fourth round or whatever round that is. Yeah, fourth round. Right. Yeah. Um, so of course that was that set up the unevenness. Uh, in the the top part of the bottom half of the draw. And then on the bottom half, now this is the one you got to help me out on. (laughs) Now, Sabalenka has been like literally the hottest player on the women's tour for the last couple of months with Iga, of course, right? Correct. And I expected her to wipe the floor with Kenneth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a it's a couple of things. I think okay. Kenan is is she's kind of finding a little bit of her previous form. I I, I do believe that she's not able to produce it consistently as we've mm-hmm. seen, but she's 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 getting there. She shows you know glimpses of it and what have you. I think that came into effect. And honestly, I just honestly think that Sabalenka was was a little bit tired. I feel Probably. like with everything that's gone on, with the victory that she just got over in Madrid. I just think mentally she was I, I honestly personally, Bryce, being a fan of hers, I was actually happy to see that she lost because I mm-hmm. feel like she needs some time to just kind of enjoy all the success that she had during this clay court season and in 2023 in general and get her mind right in order to really go in there and wreck some shop at the French Open. Because I tell you what, Bryce, she is she is most definitely a one of, again, my top two uh, contenders for, for the French Open title. Right, right. Yeah. So for me, I thought this was actually an okay thing. Um, no one wants to lose, of course, but I think I, I was okay with it, and hopefully she and her camp is okay with it. Because, again, Kennan didn't play a bad match. She played some of that old-school Sophia Kennan tennis. So, you know, I, I again, and we saw the inconsistency because, again, then she went out to Kalanina in the next round. Right. Rather meekly, by the way. Right. Right. Um, so it, it, it made, like you're saying, it made the overall draw very interesting. But even at the point that Sabalenka lost, right. in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, Iga about to run 
through these ladies like a batch <laughs> of bad gravy, right? Right. And and I guess she probably still would have had yeah. she not gotten injured in the Rebacana match. Correct, correct. And that's another one, Bryce, we've got to mention and or keep our eye on. Because, you know, we don't think of Elena Rabakina as a clay court player. Nope. But when you are a play, and, and this, and I know we'll talk a lot about this on the men's side, when you are playing strong tennis and you are confident, you are able to get results that not even you think that you can. Right. And I think that that's the case with Rabakina. She is simply someone who has won a lot of matches in 2023. So regardless of the surface, she's going to figure something out. And that's exactly what she did, because in truth, uh, Iga should have taken that in straight sets. But Rabakina was just scrapping in that second set and she didn't mm-hmm. let, her, let her have it. And then she got injured and it was like, uh oh, now what? And and you could see based on that injury, Rabakina was like, I'm definitely not stepping off the pedal. And Iga was <laughs> like, yo, I got too much you know, going for me at this French Open. I ain't trying to I, I need to I need to let this go. And so right. I thought it was smart on her part. To just, you know, pull the ripcord and be like, yo, I'm out. Because at that point, again, you don't know if you're hurting yourself even more because you haven't gotten it analyzed. So I, I just felt like it was right on both both sides of the coin right there, Bryce. Right. And when that happened, at that point, I was pretty confident that Rebecca was taking the title, though. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she, you know, Ostapenko, you know, she, she could match her with firepower easily. Correct. Uh, and and, and more had consistent. more consistent. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. E- exactly. And then, you know, uh, good players on the bottom half, but whether it's Cooter or Kalanina, in the finals of a thousand, I'm taking Rabakina every time. Every time. Every time. And just on every quick, surface. On, exactly. On every surface. Wouldn't even matter with those two. Exactly. It would be Rabakina. And, you know, there was, of course, spiciness in that semi because, of course, Kuder is from Russia and mm-hmm. Kalanina is um, 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 from U- uh, Ukraine. So no handshake at the end of that, which we're always kind of sorry to see. But, you know, right. good on Kalanina, though, for, 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 for fighting through. She had a really, really, really tough battle and tough matches getting to that final. So we want to give her a shout out. Um, because she, you know, she did the dang thing and to be, you know, get in there and just basically, she just ran out of juice and, and right. she was just like, I got to call it y'all. I, I can't, <laughs> I just right. can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no good results for her, man. Good results for her. And, and like I said, shout out to Rabakina for, you know, throwing her name in the hat as a potential, you know, contender at the French Open. I mean, I, do I expect her to win? No, but I do expect to see her in the second week. Oh, yeah. I think she'll go deep, and especially depending upon her draw, because that is one thing about the women's draw to me these days versus the men's draw. And In women's draws, you can find a pocket. Right, right. Depending upon how players fall. You And, and we saw that in a couple of places in this Italian Open draw. Mm-hmm. And if you if you find yourself a nice little pocket, you can make a deep run. That's right. Absolutely agree, man. Absolutely agree. So, but, so yeah. But before we get off of the women, you know, completely, were you not surprised on the double side that Gotham Pagula didn't walk away with that title facing Storm Hunter and Elise Mertens? 
yeah. in the finals. I mean, yeah. at least Merton's, where's she been? I thought she was on that <laughs> boat with Crystal Waters and Terrence Trent Darby. I mean, I, 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 I hadn't seen her name in a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's It's been a while. I think she got injured. She's trying to make a little bit of a comeback. Um, she's finding or playing with different doubles partners. Because remember, she was, I think, I don't know if she got to number one, but she got pretty darn close when she was actually playing with Sabalenka back then. I thought in the she day. had gotten to number one. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so Merton's got them skills. She got them double skills that she that she can go to. But again, Storm Hunter, that's a new name. You know, again, young person from, I believe she's from Australia. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but again, I would not have picked them over the recent form that we've seen from both Pagula and golf. So seeing a six, four, six, four, once again, man, I I just, I just need them to, you know, they got to close that door when these opportunities are here. Right. You, you won't see Krajikova and Senyakova losing a match like that. No, no you, you sure much. won't. And, and, and to, <laughs> right. And to be fair, Isaac, they have been handling. You know, yes. This, yes. this is we haven't seen many bad losses from them as a team. That's that is true. That's you know, very true. so, yeah. you know, I, I you know, they'll have a, a off match or week here or there. So, hey, they still made it to the final. They got good mm-hmm. points. Um, and as long as, like you said, Krachikova and Siniakova are out, they're the favorites. Yeah, I, and you would think that they'd be the favorites going into Roland Garros, so, you know. Do you know the latest on Siniakova? I, mean, I, I don't. I Yeah, I haven't heard if she's well and or back on, you know, back on the courts playing or not. So but even with that, Bryce, I mean, you know how it is when you're coming back from injury and they haven't played. You know, right. so there's there's also that rhythm that they'd have to kind of get back into as well. And I, I just, you know, to do that at a Grand Slam, I, I just feel like they might be susceptible to a, a, an upset, to be honest with you. Right. But we'll see. We will see. So I have a question for you. Yeah. You, let's let's say you're Krajcikova, but you keep your mouth closed and <laughs> French Open Ro- Roland Garros comes around yes. and Siakova can't play. Are you not playing doubles or are you playing doubles with somebody? Because because she you talking about somebody who could get a partner pretty easily. Right, right. It, you know what? I guess for me, I guess being a fan of hers, I would not want to see her in the doubles. I would want to see her trying to get her singles game right so that she could win a second French Open. Because, mm-hmm. again, I feel like she is proven that she is a nemesis to uh, Iga Sviatek. Um, and that in itself just holds a lot of weight, in my opinion. So I, f- I, would, I would personally, I would probably, if I were advising her, I would say focus in on your singles and let's, uh, and let's get after another second uh, Grand Slam title so that you can legitimately be a part of the International Tennis Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, I like that, legitimately. So what about you, Bryce? What, what would your consult be to her if you were if you were to get be able to get in her ear? Yeah, I would say, especially since she's not in a situation where she needs the doubles money. I mean, her 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 bank account should be nice because she got that Grand Slam um, money in there. Yes, that's right. Um, since it's not a financial decision, I would take the break because. You know, number one, saves on your body. Number two, like you said, allows her to focus on getting the singles right. But also, number three, she's so associated with her partner. 
Right. Right. Those results aren't going to really help her any. It's not going to help her make the cha- year in championships. Right. Correct. You know, or anything like that. So, you know, you got to be smart about when you can conserve, you know, some energy on your your body and, and wear and tear there. So I'm with you on that one. Right on, man. Right on. Very cool. Well, that was the ladies, again, had a very, very interesting Italian uh, <laughs> championships. But, uh, man, Bryce, the men's side, pretty crazy as well, man. It was. And you know what? The tournament got real good to me when <laughs> – I'm not going to jump there. So you will start the quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, just some interesting, you know, I mean, again, kind of similar to what we said in the women's draw on the on the top of the men's draw. We got who we expected. We got the one versus the seven in Djokovic mm-hmm. and Rune. Yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ka- Casper did his thing and got to the quarters and lived up to his his seating. But yep. what about what about Sarundalo upsetting center? But you know what? This just is almost not a. It's a surprise that Center lost, but it's not a surprise that Sarundalo won, if that makes any right. sense. It does. Uh, because Sarundalo has been playing, if you know, you've been paying attention, he's been balling out, actually, yes, sir. Yes, the sir. last couple of months. So him playing well is not a surprise. Um, Center, you're thinking he's in his home country. Um I don't know if there was pressure there or if, you know, you just got beat. I mean, yeah. so, uh, there was a lot with these people giving out whole biscuits out the back door. <laughs> out the back door, friend. What? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's an upset any way you look at it. But if you were going to call an upset, that's that was a potential one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. I think that, you know, it, it may have been one of those things where, again, you've got a really deep clay quarter in Sarundalo and you've got a center who is expected to win in his home country. You got pressure there. And this is not his favorite service, of course. Um, so I agree with you. I think that it's if, if it's a surprise, but not a surprise. Right. Yeah. And then, Bryce, as we go down to the bottom now. OK. <laughs> mm-hmm. First and foremost, we must give a humongous shout out to Yannick Hoffman. Because, man, I mean, this is a kid who went to college out here in the States, um, kind of a journeyman in the sense that, you know, he's, I think, close to 30, you know, hasn't had too many significant results. But boy, did he have a tournament. First and foremost, he was like, "Um, Taylor Fritz, ain't nobody scared of you. (laughs) (laughs) I know Americans. I know Americans. I was I brought I was brought up in the collegiate system of the Americans. I got you. (laughs) <laughs> Gave him that breadstick, Bryce. Bread. Bread, man. Woo, come on now. And mind you, yes, he beat uh, Kachinado. He beat uh, 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 Nick uh, Nicholas Jari, who's been hot of late. You know, he's coming back, the Argentinian. Mm-hmm. But, man, how about him taking out our boy Rublev? Look, I'm not used to seeing anybody that was playing like those pandemic tournaments and folks backyards <laughs> i'm not used to seeing them beating big names and right. when he took out rublev it was like okay okay that's a good win for you son <laughs> right right come on man i so you got the shout out to Hoffman 
for doing his thing in this tournament. I think it gets him well into the top 100, if not even in the top 50. So he's he's definitely going to reap a lot of benefits from from this result. So good on you, sir. Right. Um, and then, you know, Medvedev's there. We'll come back there and talk go. about him a little later. Um, <laughs> CeCe Posh got there like he was supposed to. That's right. And That's then right. Linnell's guy, Church. That's right. Showed up. But that wasn't where the story was. That wasn't where the story was, Bryce. <laughs> I think you need to back it up. Back it up. Because what? why is Alcaraz losing to somebody I'd never heard of before? I need you to explain that one to me. Because that's I mean, where I was like, who is You might guy? as well look down and saw K. Bryce Everett beat <laughs> Carlos Alcaraz. <laughs> I mean, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just shocking, shocking. He he brought it to him though. He he. I, I think here's one of the things, Bryce. Yes, Carlitos is is number one in the world. He's got all this fanfare. Everybody loves him now. They're you know you know they're, he's the next you know part of the big three. Blah blah blah. I think that the young man came into that match with a great perspective because he was like, you know what, this guy is just 20 years old. I ain't much younger or older than him. You know what? This is my peer. I ain't anybody trying to be scared of him. And, and I'm going to just go in here and I'm just going to play, you know, lights out tennis and we're going to see what happens. And he, there you go. I mean, it was a, it was a very interesting match. Was Carlos Alcaraz on his A game? No, he was not. But at the same time, he was, he was, oh boy was bringing it to him. And he just unfortunately could not find the answers um, you know, because again, he got him into that second set tiebreak, and you know, you win the tiebreak, hey, things can definitely go a lot different in that third set. But, right. but yeah, young young boy was like, nah, sir, we're not even gonna try and get to this third set. We we gonna we gonna we gonna be done with this quick. Well, and I got a hot take for you. Yeah. And 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 don't get me wrong, please, listeners, don't take this the wrong way. But Alcaraz always wants to win. But yes. kind of like what you said about Sabalenka, right? Carlos has already shown he's in form yep. on clay. He can win the big stuff this season. At this point of the tournament, it had already come out that he had secured number one again, which was going to make him the top seed at Roland Garros, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know that he was necessarily brokenhearted. Right about the loss because of the rest he could get yes. going into Roland Garros. Yes. I, listeners, once again, I'm not saying or implying that he lost intentionally. All I'm saying is I think a little sting was taken out of that loss mm-hmm. by him now knowing he was going to be top seed and he had already proven in the previous tournaments that he was good to go. Exactly. And, and and I guarantee you, if by some way the tennis gods puts this, I don't even know what the dude's name is, Murray's. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Mark, Mark, Mark's son. That's yeah. why I haven't tried it. <laughs> if there was, if there is by any chance he is in the path of Alcaraz and Roland Garros. Oh, my. The bakery will be wide open with the red hot sign <laughs> up. <laughs> You know, you remember the donut shop when that sign was red and it yes, was lit sir. up? It was like lit the donuts up. was hot. 
and fresh. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. That's <laughs> yes. That's going to be the situation there at Roland Garros. I 100% agree, Bryce. And honestly, I'll echo what I said about Sabalenka as well. I actually think this is a good thing for Carlos. I think that yes. it's good that he gets some rest, get your mm-hmm. body right, get your mind right. You done won a lot since you've come back from injury this year. Let's yep. get ready. You didn't get to play the Australian Open. Let's get ready and really put our cards in for the for for the French Open. And your boy, Mr. King of Clay, is not there. So, of course, yep. you know he's going to be wanting to represent for Spain. He wants yep. to be that next that he is the next. I mean, let's just call it like it is. He is yeah. the next. And he wants to get that title and keep that title in Spain because that's where it apparently belongs. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I think if. I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm just thinking. So if he's got number one back already Mm -hmm. with basically nothing on the Australian. Right. Shoot. This dude's about to to clown. Dude, he's been balling. Yes. I mean, seriously. He he is definitely going to be the number one player for a, a long while. Um, I know that they'll count points for for Wimbledon, but again, he has produced a lot of great results. So I know right mm-hmm. now it's a it's a back and forth between him and Djokovic, but I don't see that continuing as we get towards the end of the year. I really don't. Yeah, um, I think the I, only person that can contend with them, and this is probably a good segue, is 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 your boy, <laughs> our right. boy, I should say, our right. boy who is Mr. Hardcore Specialist, acting like he. He can't play on some some daggone red clay and 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 doing some things and showing <laughs> showing out, out friend. Showing Come on, out. talk about it, Bryce. Well, I like what he said. You know, he he said they knew they had to do something different, right, with clay, and he changed strings, mm-hmm. and he went to a softer string, and he was saying that he felt like he was able to get easy depth on the ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're doing that and by the way, you're having a great season, your confidence is high, you know, even though he didn't win those previous clay court tournaments, he had big wins and he got mm-hmm. deep. Correct. Um, and so, yes, Mr. D- Look, Mr. Hardcourt, Mr. Daniil Medvedev <laughs> is a legitimate contender for Roland Garros this year. And Bryce, can, can I just dig a little bit deeper in, in sure. the, 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 the genius that is Medvedev? Yep. He put himself in such an awesome position because he immediately came off the hard courts talking about this ain't my surface. I, yep. you know, blah, blah, blah. He set himself up to always be good. Because if he lost, he could always be like, I don't, this ain't my surface anyway. Yep. And if he won, he was like, hey, look what I did. I'm, right. I'm shocked. I mean, think about and think about what he has done thus far. I, specifically, I want you to think about what he just did to Pass. <laughs> this is his surface. Yep. He is known to be the one on play. He is the one that reached the grand, the Roland Garros final. Two sets up on Novak Djokovic, unfortunately didn't win, but still two sets up. How are you going to play a Medvedev on your favorite surface? And clearly he has said, this is not my surface at all, and get stolen in straight sets. 
he he I, I have a feeling that that is going to sting and it will resonate for CeCe Paz at the Everland Garros price. Well, remember, I told you CeCe Paz was the one I was worried about. Mm-hmm. You said you know, that. That's right. And That's right. and if you can't beat Medvedev on your surface on clay. Come on. Come on. I mean, and remember, there's already major beef between the two of them. Right. Exactly. So, and and you're not going to win the head game. You, you, you're not. Medvedev. You're not. No. You just might as well stop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, he, he is genius, Bryce. I mean, I cannot explain how awesome or how genius it was for him to put himself in that spot going yep. into the clay court season. It's yep. amazing. He I love Medvedev. In a, a no-lose situation. It was all win-win for him. All win-win. I love, love Medvedev. He is so interesting yes. for me to watch. And I'm sorry, Nick, out there. I know you don't like Medvedev, but <laughs> you, you don't have to love Medvedev, but you have to respect what that guy does between the lines. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. To me, he's got the strongest mental game out there. To oh. be able to conquer Clay the yes. way he has at this point, amazing. Right. Absolutely and wait a amazing. And let's not forget, we got turned on to what he could do on grass last year. Exactly. exactly. So we already know he's top two in the world on, on hardcore. Mm-hmm. He's starting to clown on grass. He's won on a, th- a thousand level tournament now. On clay. on clay, yep. I mean, are yeah. we saying Medvedev is now an all-surface player? I would say so. I, and honestly, Bryce, I would say I, at this point, having seen what I've seen, I would be surprised if 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 Daniil Medvedev does not end his career owning all four slams. Yeah, I'm just That's gonna all. put that out there. Yeah, I, I really believe that he has the capability of winning all four majors. I really do. And you know what? And I think the differentiator is what you just said. I think there's a lot of these kids coming up that have games. None of them. Maybe Alcaraz is the closest uh, to having the mental side that Medvedev has. Correct. I, I, I would throw Runa in there as a sub. He ain't got he ain't at the skill level of Medvedev just yet. But I get I, but I tell you what, I am very much impressed with Hoga Runa, um, Bryce, mm-hmm. I have to say. And this maybe is a little bit of a segue into that matchup that he had against Djokovic. I All mean, right. bruh, that was a fantastic match. And for him to come out, take that first set 6-2, and then lose the second. And this is what, to me, defines a champion. You're playing one of the big three. You done lost the second set. Momentum's on on Djokovic's side. And you are still able to hit the reset button and come back and give him a hoe biscuit in the third? Going out the back door. Going out the back door, bruh. I I am absolutely impressed with Hogaruna. I, I just, yeah. I, bruh, talk that to was me, a huge bro. win. That yes. was a huge win. And, you know, this kind of goes to what we've been talking about for the last couple of months. You know, people were so ready to just, okay, Federer's gone, the dog's gone, you know, Djokovic about to run through these fools. Right. And it's like, it's a different day. I, I have to agree. I, and I was one of them, Bryce, because remember, I was the one throwing out, yeah, Djokovic will get to 26. Having seen what I have seen recently, 
I'm almost at that point where is he is he going to be able to actually get another one under his belt? I'm I'm being very serious. I I, I know I'm right there with you because Daniel is showing out. Yep. Runa is showing. Runa done beat him twice. Runa, so it ain't like it's a fluke. He like I like your game. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Alcaraz is like I'm just waiting to play you again. I you know just let right. me get my opportunity and I'm gonna right. be like Holger, bruh. I'm telling and, and, you what. Right. And remember, my point back then was, you know, I'm not going to say that there's this one player or so that's going to always beat him. But if he and even in the majors, if he has to go through a couple of these guys, right. think about it. If he comes to Aruna and then he has to face Medvedev mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. then Alcaraz after that. Right. Right. And I let's mean, be clear that 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 what do you call it? The um that aura. Is beginning yep. to, to 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 get a little foggy because again, when you lose to your countrymen, and then Ooh, you end up lo- yes. okay. Let's let's not forget that loss. Yep. And then you lose to Aruna. I, I'm sorry, people are be, are going to start thinking that you are vulnerable, and right. and that mystique that you have once developed is it you know and you know and you think even back to last year's um um what do you call it the um. Labor Cup when uh when Felix oh, yeah. jumped up on <laughs> yeah so let's let's not you know I, again I have a feeling that if he doesn't if he doesn't uh, course correct that aura that he has built is going to very quickly dissipate and you know what for me the test of that is going to be Wimbledon correct I agree with you yep yep he, because he that's be where he made. Yeah, that's the one where I think his game still has a bit of an edge on most of these players. Um, I mean, I would think, because even with someone who has the game like a Kyrgios, he doesn't have the mental side to me to beat a Djokovic in that kind of a setting. So if he doesn't, if I could see him being maybe the favorite for Wimbledon, but you know what, if he doesn't win Wimbledon... Yes, sir. It might be tight. It might be tight on Novak Djokovic because I definitely don't know that I would put him right now as being a favor going into the U.S. Open, given given against oh, no. Neil and Alcaraz, no. and again as a Runa because Runa beat him on hard court as well. So yeah, yeah. And he man. got other people he got worried about. He struggles. <laughs> well, that's with, true. <laughs> he struggles with Zara for hard court. You know, that's true. That's true. Absolutely, man. Felix might get to fill in a labor cup in his back. You know, <laughs> for like he want to do something. Musetti right? may want Musetti may want to step up. That's right. And I forgot about that loss. That's right. He lost his countrymen. He lost to Musetti, and now he lost to Runa. Uh, young kids, man. These young kids are like, ain't nobody scared you, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so like you said, so, um, so that was an upset. Now. Yes. Rude came through like he should have a nice close right. match against uh, Sarundalo. That's right. Um, and then at the bottom, we look. Hoffman had all the kind of good tournaments he wanted to. <laughs> it was ending right there. Yeah. Yes. Me- yes. Yeah. Medvedev was like no, and um, <laughs> and then of course Cipas made it like he was supposed to. So we've right. already talked about Medvedev. You know stepping up on Tsitsipas. What right. were your thoughts about Runa over Rude? Because we had been wanting to see that matchup again yes. as well. Yes. I'm going to tell you what, Bryce. Okay, again, this is my my being so impressed with Holger Runa. Because at the if you looked at that first set, Rude was definitely 
in command. Um, it mm-hmm. really should not have even gone into the tiebreaker, to be honest with you. I mean, Rude was playing some outstanding tennis. And and it started in, you know, going into the second set. It, I, it just felt to me like maybe he hit a wall or something. I mm. don't know what to put my finger on, but or I, but you know the saying. I, I just know that at a certain point, it just looked like Casper had just started to fade. His forehand started getting more erratic. And it was really like a two all in the second set. And at that point, Runa was like, man, he was <laughs> like, you, you done messed up because I'm young. I got this good energy and, yes. I'm, and I'm here and I've proven right. that I can come back on folks and take matches. So he did not hesitate. He was just like, oh, you done gave me an opening. I'm about to take it. And he started he just started putting it on on Casper and Casper started making more errors. And honestly, that was the the end of the second set and all of the third set is just uh, Runa was a better player at that point. Hobis get out the back door. Out the back door. I tell you, it was a common theme. This, this turn. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but props again yeah. uh, to Medvedev for yes. rising to the occasion in that final. I mean, straight sets, but it was tight. Five to five. Tight. It was tight. Yeah. Hoger, again, put up a fight. But again, I think Hoger has that good mental, you know, tactitioner's brain, but it's not at the level of a Daniil Medvedev. No. And I think he realized that because Daniil was just, yeah, he, 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 he was just like, yeah, you, you're not ready for, for, for this, sir. You're not ready. Right. Because wasn't Runa up like 5-3 in the second set? Mm-hmm, sure was. Sure was. And Daniil was like, okay, we about to put the lock on this <laughs> right now. Right now. Because a brother don't feel like playing no third set. Ain't going to be no whole biscuits out the back door today. <laughs> Everybody exactly. walking out the front door today. Right? Exactly. <laughs> front door. Front door. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Daniil has just... Man, I, I'm so impressed with him right now, Bryce. I just... I, I I just can't say enough about him. I just feel like he was a he just did a very just genius. Just I'm gonna say I'm gonna stop there. Genius, genius. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's the fifth title for Daniil this year. Um, it, he's back up to number two. So Djokovic mm-hmm. has dropped to number three. Now that's gonna be interesting. Yes, to see yes, what side of the draw at Roland Garros. Djokovic ends up on now. Of course, I want him on Alcaraz's side. I was going to ask you that. I was like, what side would you prefer him on? I would want him on Alcaraz's side because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I yeah, I would want him on Alcaraz's side. But let me tell you what, though, we got to look at the draw because he, he he might not get there. He might, <laughs> quietly because he may end up getting getting Runa in one of, one of them quarterfinals. Or Lovich or Musetti. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting for, for Djokovic at this French Open. If he's able to come through this one, then, yeah, that's that. He's going to have to expend a lot of effort to win this Roland Garros, in my opinion. And you have to think about it. It has to be on all of the players' minds that Rafa's not there. Absolutely. I mean, man, you know, because even if people thought, well, he may not be 100 percent, it's still Rafa at his house. Correct. 
Correct. And now that you know that he's not there, that somebody other than Rafa is going to win, there's a bunch of people saying, why not me? Well, exactly. And let's not let's think back to uh, the day when uh, Federer won his French Open, because that's exactly yep. what happened. Yep. He, he saw somebody took it. He was like, wait a minute, Rafa not there? Was, oh, oh, hell no. You better get out my way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tell you, man. So, yeah, I agree with you, Bryce. I think there are going to be a lot of people chomping at the bit to get on those courts in Roland Garros because they see that it, it, it's opportunity time. It is. It yes, is. Sir. Yeah. So good turn. I mean, it, it was it was a little schizophrenic, but when you it know, it was it was a good tournament. <laughs> it was a good tournament. And Bryce, just really quick, I just sure. just a quick quick comment about men's doubles. What the hell is going on in men's doubles? I, you, okay, first of all, <laughs> I, I was I was looking at the men's doubles. And I was like, who? I, exactly. I was like, okay. Why don't I recognize any of these guys? And how in the hell Hase and Van de Zandt get up in there in the final? I, I, where is our doubles team? Where where are y'all? I am they, I am just I, man. Go ahead. It might be time for them to find new partners because what 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 BB uh, King say the thrill's gone. Right? Uh, they, they ain't Dude. doing it no more. Everybody getting up on them now. Everybody, everybody is just getting stolen. I mean, you got Ra- Rajiv and Salisbury getting stolen, and you know they made a couple rounds. But where is even our guys? Mektix Mech- and Pavic went out first round. Yep. To Granier- Granoliers and Zabai, which I guess is not a bad loss, but still, where y'all been? Right. right. Come on right. now. So something is happening on the men's double side. And like you said, I feel like we need to shake the tree and figure out what, what needs to happen. Because th- we every it feels like every week we're seeing new names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, th- and normally, like, you might see a little variation with the teams that have you know, players that are playing deep in the singles, right? Because I can always, you know, play a factor. But we got the people that don't do nothing but play doubles. (laughs) Exactly, right? Not getting the job done anymore, so... Oh man, I'm, it's just confusing me. So yeah, I just I just wanted to throw that mention out there because it's it's very confusing to me right now on the double side for the men's 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 side. Well, well, you know. Isaac, this weekend, you and I will get together and we will do our annual Roland Garros preview show. Yes. Uh, and we'll have the draw in front of us and we'll have an opportunity to pr- predict what round Djokovic goes out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, oh. see what's happening on, you know, the women's side. Um, really looking forward to recording that this weekend. I agree with you, bro. I'm so excited about Roland Garros getting here. Of course, it's the, you know, it's the, the, you know, ultimate from the, from the clay court perspective. And, uh, I'm just looking forward to see who's going to step up and show out. Right. And we're going to have a couple of BOT OGs over there at Roland Garros. We'll have Linnell over there and we'll have Paul over there so listeners there will absolutely be a roland garros giveaway basket again this year so hey hey. we had a tremendous response from you all last year and uh we'll be looking to do the same this year that's right that's right y'all so get ready we are going (laughs) to bring it to you per usual 
Yes, 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 yes. So, <laughs> well, Isaac, I think it's time for us to go ahead and jump over to IG and, and do our little after show there. Perfect. But um, thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out the Roland Garros preview show uh, next weekend. And we'll be back the week after that to be held accountable to them lies we about to tell. <laughs> Say it, man. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> so on behalf of the podcast, uh, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, be safe out there. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.